It's bad. Anime. All right, I revved my chainsaw, meaning I pressed the record button. I have also revved my chainsaw, which means I pressed the record button, but probably worse. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody, my name is John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? Vroom, vroom, baby. <laughs> vroom, 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 vroom. I want you in my room. <laughs> to feel those big, bulbous titties. Chainsaw Man is back. We should, also, we should also state for the record where there there was there'd be no break for our listeners right now, but we haven't like sat down to record in like a month and a change probably. So yeah, it's actually been a month and a day. The last time we recorded, I think, was July fifth, and it is now currently August fourth. So well, no, it was July fourth. It was it was the fourth of July. Yeah, remember oh that was your God. idea. Oh yeah, that's right. Wow. <laughs> no better way to celebrate our country's independence than talking about Japanese cartoons. Yeah, that was the whole joke we had for weeks going into it. We realized we yeah. both had Fourth of July free. It's like let's record like four or five episodes. I think it was five and we episodes. Did. We did. We did we record did. five. It was and, just a lot. I don't. And, we've never done that many before, and I, I honestly don't know how we did it. Mm-hmm. I know. I know how we did it. Just a lot of energy. Um, for me, a little bit of caffeine, mm-hmm. and a determination to watch some very interesting pieces of animation this is and speaking of <laughs> interesting we're coming back to one today which i always love doing when we do a three yeah. episode rule and revisit it because mm-hmm. the chainsaw man had all the hype in the world oh and, yeah and after watching it i sort of come i sort of completely understand and um sort of don't understand at all how it had so much hype because only because of the market it was um it was trying to um, attract. This was published in Shonen Jump. And I assume anyone listening to an anime podcast knows what Shonen Jump is. But in, in, in case if you're in some a weird transitionary stage or intro to anime where you don't, it's the monthly ma- manga magazine where Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, all the most mainstream all popular All the ones you fare. know about. Yeah. All the ones that you know about. Definitely. Exactly. All the ones that you learned about first. Yep. Um, that's where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, this was published in Shonen Jump. I kind of knew that going in for when we did the first three episode rule on this, which if you want our fini- opinions on the first three episodes, go listen to that podcast and come back here. Hello yes. again. Welcome back. Welcome. Um, wow, you did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. How did, was it a fun 25 minutes and 33 seconds? I hope that's the exact time. If that, if it is, I, I don't I'm going to give myself an award. I think, oh, it was like, wow. I think it was like 40 minutes. Forty? Wow, we did a long time on the on the first three episodes of it only. Well, because the point of the points we made was the show is so delightfully odd in the fact that it's yes. it's very clearly heavily influenced by Devilman of all things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weird thing is the plot structure and just how things move. It's a very jump like way. So that's that's the yes. only like it's the plot structure that feels jump like, but nothing else. Yeah, it's a very it presents very Shonen Jump, but then when you start watching it, you're like, oh, this has a lot more adult themes than a lot of Shonen Jump shows that I've watched in the past. It's far more adult in that way, violent and also uh, sexual, but in a lot of different but, ways. Okay, I gotta call it out because it's sexual, uh-huh. but not really. I mean, it's ah. a it's a very cute teehee attitude towards sexual stuff. I guess Denji I mean, grabbed it... Denji grabbed a clothed boob once, and then and then chicka cutlets fell out. Oh well. <laughs> Do you remember that? You it remember was, that? Uh, it was padding. Oh, oh! I thought they were chicken cutlets. What? 
I thought that was a joke. I thought you were going to go somewhere with the animation. No, it was fucking a bra pad. Oh, it was a bra pad. Yes. They always look like chicken to me. What the fuck are you talking about? Like uncooked chicken that you find in the supermarket. You go you go look at it. You ever think about just stuffing one of those in your chest? Well, you said chicken cutlet. That big good. Yeah, cutlet. <laughs> it's a chicken cutlet, like a chicken breast. <laughs> the breast you and cutlet to are two it, different things. Would, no, they're not. Yes, Wait, they are. are. They? Yes, they what's are. The, what's the difference? Well, no, the how they're pre- prepare, prepared and shaped. I feel like they're the same. Well, like what? What? What's the? They're like you got that weird kind of like, like blueby like crescent shape. Okay, I can I can put like this, the breast. I can I can, the... I can put this to rest right now before we spend okay. twenty five minutes talking about chicken because we're probably both hungry. Um, <laughs> I am hungry. Oh my god, I can tell because <laughs> you thought about titties and thought chicken. No, oh uh, fucking okay. So yes, a chicken cutlet can be made. Basically, all chicken cutlets have chicken breast in them. I believe. I think that's how oh. they're prepared. Or, or chicken cutlets can be ground chicken. Mm. It's base. It's huh. it's how they're prepared, bouncy. You know, chicken breast is this just the piece of meat you tear right off the animal. A chicken mm-hmm. cutlet is a different way to prepare prepare chicken. Okay, I just googled it. Let's <laughs> let we're gonna squash this right now. We're gonna end this right now. Okay. Sure. A chicken cutlet is simply a chicken breast that has been cut in half horizontally to make thinner pieces. Often, the cutlet is also pounded out to make it even thinner, so it cooks even quicker and more evenly. So, yes, it's, it is a—so all chicken cutlets are chicken breasts, but not, not all yes. chicken breasts are chicken cutlets. Exactly, like the rhombus in the square thing. Yes. Wow. I, I'm pulling that out of my ass because I don't remember a lot of high school math. <laughs> oh, it wasn't—that's the only thing I remember from high school math, and it was in geometry. <laughs> that was the first thing we took. I know. <laughs> Great memory, great memory. Uh, but yes, we we've solved the chicken cutlet debacle. A chicken cutlet is a chicken breast that's cut in half, yes. so that it's thinner. So you can make your own chicken cutlets at home if you really wanted to. Yeah, do it all the time. It's great, easy. Yeah. Well, one fell out of uh, of Power's chest, right? Oh, well, two my. fell out, I guess technically. <laughs> yeah, I feel so- like that's kind of like where we left the series. That's where the three episodes we watched ended. Was oh, that this is he- actually a huge point I want to get into because this oh, really. Sh- this show knows how to handle a cliffhanger. Not since yes. like, yes, not since the 1940s when like cliffhanger serials were all the rage in America. Have I seen cliffhangers pulled off so convincingly and so well every single time? They're quite good. It they reminded really well. me a lot of the 1940s serials. I'm like, this wasn't the show's intent, but now mm-hmm. I want to watch the time where Batman in 1943 fought a very um, racially insensitive depiction of a Japanese guy who was played by an Irish actor. That was we should have watched that on July 4th. That would have been a good sub. That, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe in years going, we'll publish something random, randomly American on July 4th that's cartoon or, or like weeb culture related enough to get away with mm, it. That's a good idea. We, I, I, we could just make three more podcasts. We could. I mean, we got some time. <laughs> but yes, we left off. When well, De- yeah, well, Denji, when Denji kill- was killed- a- well, about to cop a feel well, no, um, on power, right? He earned the right to do so because he yes. say he saved the cat from Meowie. The big t- Meowie wanted wanted to kick the cat halfway through because his name was <laughs> Meowie. Also, you know, as I point out, another great uh, house cat character in yeah. this in this show, as with Devil Man. Very, very similar. Oh, right. Well, yeah, the crybaby thing with the yes. fucking cat mm-hmm. that took over the place of several other characters. Love that cat. <laughs> I forget about that cat all the time from Crybaby. That I was doing work. 
I forget about Crybaby quite a lot just because obviously I'm going to being a fan of the original series. Um, anywho, yeah. So the fucking cat was kidnapped by the demon. Yeah. Power promised Denji if you save the cat, you can touch my boob. And yep. So Denji kills this thing. It's a spectacular battle. Then this other fucking random demon shows up and attacks Denji and going like, I'm here now. Denji somehow kills that too. And they, yep. they all, you know, their cops come in and like, well, this is a lot of blood and guts in the middle of the street. Ew, let's get you guys out of here. So they get him out. And then later on, power, they throw power into Denji, like the place where Denji's living with Aki right now. So yes. it's all three of them in this little apartment. And eventually power's like, you can touch my boobs. And my... Yes. Affinity for power grew tremendously because, um, purely because of the voice actress. I forget her name right now, but the voice actress is really good. Well, the thing is, she voiced a role I loved. Um, she was the main character in, um, she was, she played Toru in, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, wow. She was the, she was the Dragon Maid in that. And it was something we have to cover for the show because I, I, the entire time I was just thinking about Toru and all the wacky. Slice of Life Mystical Adventures of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Everyone there should probably go watch that show. Anyway, so Denji, I love how they played it, though. Denji feels the boob, and um, I love his little kind of in, kind of um, existential crisis he had because yes. he realized, like, oh, that was it? Am I someone who's meant to chase a dream more so than actually achieve it? Which is something you find a lot in like famous people's books all the time like yes. Paul Paul Stanley still being miserable after after like Kiss went platinum a few times he's Oh my god after conquering the world of music he's still like what else is there what else can I do and that's exactly kind of what Denji's feeling and I I I found that very very funny throughout the show is that he always comes back to these very serious existential crises but there's always something about like I touch titties but like what do I do now Exactly. Like he keeps like achieving these very very small goals that he thinks are life or death, and once he gets them, every time he turns around, and he's like, "What do I do? What the fuck do I do now?" Well, that's one of the fucking things I really wanted to hammer home was a lot of the messaging of this show. Like one of the central themes for people was like, "You don't need giant lofty ambitions to be happy. It's okay yes. to have some small goals," which is a very weird double-edged sword message to send because strange, you know. I personally believe that, you know, uh, quote-unquote success is a very hard thing to measure, especially because a lot of people, there's actually a very good study, with, and right, right, we're right around the cutoff age for it, mm-hmm. where if you ask people, uh, let's say five years younger than us, so say you're around 25, if like you ask them what your their parents want for you, there's like a 90% chance or something, like 80% chance, something crazy like that, they're going to say that, that you, their parents want them to be successful. But oh, if you yes. ask people our age... Um, happiness is the answer. You know what I mean? Right, right. So people now are being taught success more so than anything. And that's kind of a global uh, reaching thing that extends mm-hmm. well across out of America and goes over to Japan as well. Where Japan's even more hardcore. It's like you have to yeah, be successful. Oh They're crazy. Yeah, absolutely. You can say, generally speaking, you say that a lot about Asian cultures in general. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. The typical stereotype we have in the U.S. is like the strict, we, and we have friends like this who are the strict Asian parents where it's like you must be doctor, lawyer, or something. Right, right. But it's just crazy how this show says no be happy. Don't worry about success in any other metric. If you're happy, that's all that matters. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of the sublim, kind of the undercurrent message here with Denji's whole character, where I'm like, not exactly the message I th- I thought I get from fucking Chainsaw Man, but you know, 
cool to have it, you know? Pretty good. Yeah, I, but I that's was also surprised can we, by Can we dive into the, how, how the double-edged sword real quick? Because okay, that's please. a very interesting message in theory, and I love it. I love the sentiment okay. behind it. But at the same time, you can it could be people's the easiest out to justify complacency. Mm. Where it's mm-hmm. like, because mm-hmm. you don't want to aim too high and constantly stress out your entire life. But you don't want to aim too low where, like, you're only getting by your entire life, you know what I right. mean? you right. got to aim somewhere in the middle. So that's his, his whole message. I'm like, I love the sentiment, but in practicality, I'm like, mm, I don't know how to feel about this show It's now. very interesting. I, I very much felt from that dichotomy mm-hmm. that it's it's very much like, oh, don't don't be really, really, really ambitious, but don't have no ambition. Exactly. Um, so be Swedish. So be a fish? Be a fish. <laughs> just keep swimming. Fish just, just want to live. Be a fish. But fish also want to join, join these, like, jo- like form these giant schools of fish. So they're surrounded by other fish. Oh God! Don't remind me. I I heard about a, fr- a few people that I know went to a fish concert recently. Really? Oh, I can't stand that shit. I hate the jam bands. Don't like them. Never did. Fish is still touring. Yeah. Who the fuck? They are. Aren't they like a hundred? They're old. They keep filling these stadiums. Like they keep filling these like arenas. They do MSG every year and stuff like that. It's it's kind of crazy well, actually. Well, we're also in a transitionary period where a lot of like classic rock uh, uh, um, artists. I just mentioned Paul Stanley. They're all like 70 and change. So yeah. they're all going to retire soon. So you have a lot of people, probably the older crowd, who want to see them one more time. And you have the younger crowd who are going to get their last, this is their last chance to see them. You know? It's interesting, though, because like when is the one last time, you know, not to completely derail the conversation. When they die. But like, when, but like, but that's the, that's the <laughs> thing, though. All of these tours and like all these concerts that they keep doing, like Mick yeah. Jagger and the Rolling Stones, like Mick Jagger's pushing 90. Yeah. And he's out there performing once in a while. And it's like, yeah. oh, like. I'll see Mick Jagger this year. It's 2018. It'll be like one of his last times performing. He's still going in 2023. So it's like, yeah. I, do you want to be at like the last, last concert? Like, when is the last concert? We've been talking about this with Kiss for years. Well, well Kiss, obviously. But then again, there's always going to be a new generation of fans coming up who are going to discover them. You know, right now, there's going to be someone who were who's exa- who was exactly in our shoes in like the early, t- sorry, early 2010s, late, late 2000s. There's going to be someone like 15, 16 who really got into Kiss for whatever reason, found something, and now they realize, oh, they're about to, like, die. I got to go see them, you know? There's always going to be that new generation. And for the hardcore fans, it's like, I still have a chance to see them. Going to do it. Going to do it. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where, like, this, and now the people just keep going until they literally can't anymore. Like Denji. Denji, Denji's a trooper. He's gonna keep going. You he know, he just keeps going, man. And, I, he, and also, wow. I fucking once once I realized Makima was fucking telling Denji like, "Hey, kill this devil, and we can fuck." I'm like, okay, she's the villain. She, yeah, no, she is definitely the villain. Like, I got that exact same vibe too yeah. for her because the whole time she's kind of like this. She never gets explained really throughout the whole season. But mm-hmm. There are like notes that kind of lead you on to figure mm-hmm. out like what exactly she's got going on. Mm. But there's something about her eyes that's really messed up. Eventually throughout the show, she can it's revealed that she can explode people. Yeah, from she's got some weird distance. like she's basically like a Sith Lord. Where yeah, she can, yes, yeah. yes. She's she a combination like force of choke people and stuff like that. Yeah, she's a combination of a Sith Lord and like fucking uh, Kira from Death Note, where she once yes. she knows someone's name, she can just like just squish him. Right, she could just yeah. kill him, but like they don't have to be where she is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, her kind of manipulating Denji, right, interests me because I'm like, okay, 
she clearly and like that's the thing that maybe isn't revealed throughout this season is mm. that people clearly need denji for various reasons yes I don't exactly know what the reasons are, but Makima really needs Denji to do these things, kill the gun devil, do all this other stuff, who is our big bad that isn't even revealed in the first season, really, like as a person. No. And then you have the gun devil who apparently wants Denji's heart, and you don't know why they want Denji's heart, because, I don't know, he just combined with a chainsaw dog, like, what's this guy important to anybody? So. it's very, uh, it's very interesting because a lot of people want him and a lot of people need him, but we don't exactly know why. I think it's going to get revealed later, but if I had to guess, I mm. I think it's going to be the same situation with Amon and Devilman, the devil that mm-hmm. possessed Akira. I feel like this chainsaw devil is going to be something of significance. You know? Probably. I, I would assume so. I would assume the, the gun devil wants to harness its power for something. Exactly. Or the gun devil thinks that, you know, this chainsaw devil is the only devil that could kill him. So he wants to uh, exactly neutralize it. Something of that variety. I just don't know what Makima wants him around for. Um, I think I think we just have to hold on for Makima in terms of figure yeah. out what her story is. And mm-hmm. this is actually a big critique I've heard of Chainsaw Man from various people is where the story in season one just kind of stops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really resolve anything. It just kind of... It doesn't. Honestly, Which I guess, I guess kind of contributes to what you were saying before about the cliffhanger thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which, I mean, there, there are questions that we want answered. Like, I, I like to finish a season of an anime no, like with questions because then yeah. I'm like, I got to get to the next season. Show me yeah. what's happening next, you know? I guess it's hard with the end of the series because you really run the risk of people forgetting what questions they had and then for, and leaving a show behind. Mm-hmm. So that's the true. risk. That's the risk when you don't resolve anything you know what i mean and that that is interesting because i think we could talk about this right now too because when we first did this when we did the first three episode rule yes uh this show was bigger than any anime i think at the time yes at the time yeah massive i think through the flight through like the 12 weeks Mm. of this show i kind of heard of it less and less and less and less right every single week Mm -hmm. and that's maybe you know uh chalked up to the industry as it is right now but also i i kind of expected mm. the season one finale to be like a big event and like there yeah. to be kind of like a lot of people talking about it but right. i don't know at least like to me i really wasn't able to find a whole lot of people like gushing about this anime after it started up i think really what happened is i think I, and I, one thing i really can chalk it up to is i just think the demographic that this show attracted and the people who thought they're gonna like this show were not ready for this show because mm-hmm. when you have a crowd of people thinking they're going to get the next version of, like, My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen, sure. or whatever, and then they get fucking Chainsaw Man, <laughs> they're going to be left feeling really weird. Because mm-hmm. Denji is not the typical shonen protagonist. He doesn't no. want to be the biggest or best. He doesn't want to be Hokage or whatever the fuck, you know? He doesn't right, want to be right. the next greatest hero. Right. He just wants to, like, he wants to have a good meal every day. <laughs> and then yep. later he decides he wants to sleep in a soft bed. Then he wants to touch boobs, and then he wants to fuck. Remember, he's he's 16 and was homeless for most of his life, so all completely understandable. Oh, completely. So, you know, that's just, that's not a goal. I think, again, I don't really understand the show and an audience too well, especially now when, like, they're our age. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what what are you getting from this? I just don't. What are you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not even what are you doing. I'm just like, what are you getting? Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I would love to know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but the thing is, like, this is just so not a, sh- a typical shonen jump. It has all the trappings, especially with Aki being our dark anti-hero. So he, this is this is presented like a shonen jump, a typical shonen jump action anime, 
It's it just is. not, though. And I can see so many people, because I've talked to people at work uh, where I have a lot of anime fans in my day job, uh-huh. and, they said, and they all said, yeah, it was pretty good. It was all right. I don't know. They're like, ah. you can tell they didn't really gravitate towards it, you know? It didn't fulfill that need. It didn't, it didn't fulfill, fulfill that, that jump particular shonen need, yes. which is a shame because there's a few episodes in here that I really loved. Yes. Yes. Um, I loved the mini arc mm. of them trapped on the eighth floor of that. I was legitimately going to say that, too. That yeah. was my favorite part of the, the season where oh, they're yeah. kind of there and the clock is the same the entire day. Yes. And, and they, they keep trying to break out. Yes. And they keep going down and up the stairs and coming back to the eighth floor and they can't right. get out until they kill the devil that is mm-hmm. trapping them there. I have a couple um, notes on that, actually, because yeah. um, this is when I first fell in love with Himeno. Mm, I Himeno, girl. yeah. Well, Himeno is great. I knew you'd love Himeno. Well, yeah. I mean, I, but then again, she was also indicative of everything like that didn't belong in a shonen anime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She drunkenly yep. made out with Denji and puked in his mouth at one point. Yes. So like, this girl did not belong. She in got a Aki. She got Aki hooked on cigarettes at a young age. Yes. She like. Yeah. She's a she's a ne'er do well, but like she's fun and she's like, she has that kind of low key but fiery person it's like a weird personality trait but i i really dug it i really yeah, dug her the, place the, in the, the understated one you know i it's, yeah she's, she's a combination of a couple girls in here but of course you mm-hmm. know people when when the polls came out everyone was everyone was obsessed with power because people of course love, people just love the loud zero two type idiots she is she is a zero two though she has the horns she, she has, has the, the horns and the pink like, hair everything about her is a zero two clone uh, except the, for the personality maybe it's not too far off. She's a she's comedic, but when Zero Two wasn't a she lot is. of the time. Yeah, she she's comedic. She's basically a silly Zero Two without a lot of the uh, emotional weight. I can't believe I'm defending Zero Two on this one. God damn! I guess I got to think about now how I feel about this fucking show. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, no, Himeno is Himeno is great. Uh, I really loved one of the quotes her. from um mm-hmm. from Himeno when Aki was having like a um a uh, like kind of like a breakdown of a whole situation. Um. She she looked she was having a cigarette and in addressing Aki's you know whatever the fuck she 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 uttered the line all you dark and brooding types are an open book with the same damn plot I'm like that's a great fucking line yeah 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 she it just really said good. she just said shit that I liked yep yep took you out of the anime a little bit and in a good way yes I think. exactly she kept things kind of grounded. Well, she did. She almost she felt did. like she she almost felt like she was there for the adults who would be watching because now we're such in a weird time where shonen a shonen anime can have a 16, 15-year-old viewers and 30-year-old viewers. Yeah. Mhm. It's very bizarre. I think it is bizarre, but I think maybe this show was a big attempt, like a grand attempt at kind of wrangling all of those into yeah. one show, into one house, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um I don't know if it did that, but I I I, I will say that the Himeno character helped with that because she progressed the story in mm-hmm. such a way that we saw other characters like Denji and Aki, Aki yeah. and, and even Makima at like different varying points in their lives. And mm. especially Aki, like she is a big part of Aki's story about he how he decided yeah. to join up uh, with, I don't even know what their group is anymore, but like with their this special unit. Yeah, public safety. And, yeah, public safety. Why he decided to join up yeah. with them, and like then we go into Aki's backstory about how the gun devil Killed wiped out his entire family and house and stuff. And uh, Aki, now now we're talking characters. Aki was an an odd one, I think. And it was odd like one. how so? I don't know. I didn't really. Pff, he was kind of like the, he was that brooding type, as they called out, like very much like the, the Sasuke type, mm-hmm. but like 
there were there were points where I was like, I don't know what what they're doing with this. I mean, he wants to. His main goal in life is to kill the gun devil. And yep. it comes across, one of my favorite things about his character is that he won't let Denji die because Denji is his key to killing the gun devil. And he wants to kill the gun devil so bad mm -hmm. that even somebody that he fucking hates, like Denji, yeah. he's letting him stay alive and like keeping him alive. I thought oh, that was th interesting. There was the one point, yeah, he um he protected Denji from getting stabbed by um yeah. by crazy my parents or forcing me to be a public safety officer or a oh hooker girl. That girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. That Why did she remind me of, like, a character in Hanano Askagumi for some reason? Totally. That's totally yeah. what she was. But I yeah. felt so bad for that girl because clearly they wanted to give her, like, a dilemma and struggle and make her care. But they gave no fucking time to her. They didn't so give her She just any started time. crying. It's like, I either, either, either have to do this or be a whore. And it's like, who are you? What? What? <laughs> Where did you come? I, I was watching the hotel episode and she oh, yeah, started yeah. breaking down and saying that. I was like, where did you come from? Like, I don't like, Are you the devil? Because how did you? Are um, you Shinji's mom? Where, are you Shinji's mom? Where did you come in? No, where, really? Where did she come from? She and came like, in she, earlier in the episode or the episode she did, before that with the other like, dude. Yeah. I didn't notice her. And then up till that point, I was like, oh, you have a you have a character plot line. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, And she's kind of like, she's a weird character because she keeps coming back and she keeps bailing actually the other characters out of trouble weirdly. She's, she's like done that, that a few times, yeah. She like sneaks in through the back and like gets a sneaky stab in on somebody or something like that. Well, she's I mean, we all have our Friday nights like that, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to my brother. I don't know if that was like violent or gross or both. <laughs> I'll see you at the TGI Fridays parking lot. <laughs> what? Oh, um, do they, do they still have endless apps, or do they are they did they did they get smart and realize they're losing a ton of money? Listen, every time I I think about even think about going to a TGI Fridays, yeah. I call them. I call them <laughs> beforehand <laughs> on my phone, and I say, "Hey guys, do you have endless apps?" Yeah. Every time for the past ten years that I've called the TGI Fridays, they have said no. And after they say no, assumedly after they say no, I then say, very well, I will not be dining at your establishment. And then I hang up the phone. So I hope that over 10 years of phone calls to various TGI yeah. Fridays across the nation has has really pushed their corporate to make the decision on this. Well, you the know? thing is, it's such a great tool, especially if you're drinking. Like, it's, yes. you know, you show up with a bunch of friends. You For $10, you get unlimited food, but then you keep ordering beers or, like, depending on what stage of your life you, you are, they're giant fucking cocktails. Oh, my God, huge. Insane. So, I mean, like, you know, if you can handle the sugar intake, you're going to get a tremendous fucking buzz off. But that's, what the, but that's what they bet on. They bet on the drinks. Because yeah. if you just show up and get the endless apps, yeah. like we did when we were 18, <laughs> they lose money on that so quickly. Because you're, is, you're not getting drinks. When we were all, like, 22, though, we went back and, like, let's get bombed. And yes. get apps. And get apps. Yes. Okay. And it was great. Yeah, it was so was fucking great. good. God. Oh. Love that shit. Oh, um, Denji would have had a great time with us, you know. He would he, have loved it. He could have eaten whatever he wanted. Yeah, uh, and maybe, maybe if he was a good boy, one of us would puke in his mouth. Yeah, I'd even puke in his mouth for him. No problem. Yeah, him and him and uh, him and I almost fucked at one point because like they did when she was like they were both really, 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 really drunk slash yeah. hungover. Yeah, and Himeno was like, "Should we bone?" And Denji was like. Oh, maybe. That's it. I love. I love yep. where they actually showed the temptation there. Yes, because like I get mm -hmm. it. He wants his first to be Makima, but I always thought that was super unrealistic in anime. I'm like, okay, the guy's gonna at least fucking think about it.
Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you know what was really funny about that whole thing? I, I definitely made a note somewhere about this, but Denji mm-hmm. at one point, um, he's like, I think like maybe Himeno offers yeah. to kiss him or have sex with him or yep. something like that, like a first time thing. Right. And uh, Denji at one point, I think maybe when they're outside of the hotel yes. or something about to go in, yeah. Denji's like, no. I want my first time to be Makima because sex is about love. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I forgot that he said that. Yeah. What strides we've made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, you know, he, he had the key. Well, he realized that after he felt the difference between when he, when he felt um, Power's boob and Makima's boob. Yep. I love how that was, this was an arc in this fucking chainsaw killing devils anime. <laughs> but then again, I feel like I feel like that's beautiful, though, in a way, because when you're marketing yourselves to like uh mid-teens i don't know i don't know how most mid-teens now think about it. i i i have no fucking idea all my cousins have now are, are now like all my youngest cousins are now like at least 21 so like when it comes to the teen market no idea how they operate now yeah mm-hmm. but when i was a teenager all i thought about was boobs yes so i mean Theoretically, the plot line of wanting to touch boobs is would be enticing to the teen audience. Or just, or not even enticing, relatable is my thing. Relatable, sure. You know, that's my thing. It's like, because when I'm 16, especially when I'm such a horn dog, I'm like, oh, he wants to touch, he wants to touch boobs? I want to touch boobs. I'm mm-hmm. going to re- root for him on this adventure and, ho- and hope he touches more boobs. Oh, there's chainsaws? Sweet. Cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It has like the sex, the violence, the all the yeah. stuff that you think but would appeal. The, right? um, the tee-hee approach to sex that is kind of digestible for a younger audience, you know? Mm-hmm. While on the other hand... Because there had... wasn't really anything extremely sexually graphic in this show. Well, nothing. At all. It was just kind of led up to and yeah. you were kind of teased and There was never, and an under- there was really, never even an course. underwear shot. No, there was one underwear shot. Mm-hmm. And it was Himeno's uh, badunk, badunk, badunk in the, oh, yes, that's in, the, right. in the lower part of the bodies. But mm. yeah, so it just really wasn't very sexually explicit, but you know, which is hysterical when you compare it to the very, very, very graphic levels of violence. Yes. And it was yes. so much blood. There was, a, there was so much blood. Like any time Denji fought, uh, what, what is was that, Samurai Sword guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime he fought that guy, Samurai Sword head There's guy, blood everywhere. Yeah. Oh my god, blood everywhere. Denji got like his limbs cut off, and oh my god, when they, whenever they, you remember that arc, mm-hmm. <coughs> or that mini arc, mm-hmm. where Makima introduces Denji and in power to that like general guy. Yes, where they and, and that and that guy's like, I'm gonna train you. All you gotta do is try to kill me every day. Mm-hmm. You will fail, and I will kill you every time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's amazing. <laughs> It was actually quite good. I I really enjoyed that character, and um, I I honestly enjoyed quite a lot about this season. Mm-hmm. I did too. Chainsaw Man. I thought it was fun. I thought you know what what else intrigued me was um, the parts of Aki's storyline that I liked were the part about him having that nail as a sword kind of thing. Whenever mm-hmm. he uses that nail, it's like kind of a curse uh demon that's within it or right, uh, right, right. controls him that he loses his lifespan every time he uses this nail very close to some death note ideas going on very too, yeah. where he uses this thing and like it costs him part of his life and then he makes another yeah. deal with another devil right um and it's yeah it's very interesting because he's kind of like consistently going deeper and deeper and deeper into madness yeah. in order to realize this uh one goal that he in has. order to kill the gun devil yeah yeah in order to kill the gun devil and by the end of the season we realize that you know once denji and co 
take out and what with, with help of makima exploding literally everybody um take yeah. out uh the samurai sword guy and um this other character that he was with uh, along with the snake devil right right, right um yeah. once they capture slash take out them um my probably one of my favorite parts of the season was the very end when denji and aki are standing above the samurai sword guy oh and was, they're just gonna talk about kicking him in the balls until yes, the cops show up yes and denji's <laughs> like hey man you know it'd be fucking great if we just kick this guy in the nuts and take turns to see you could get him to scream the loudest and aki's like that is so immature and i would never smash cut to them kicking the shit out of his balls <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh yeah baby like that's the well, good stuff well here's the thing again this is why it's so this is why this this series <laughs> I, I was about to say bless you, but you didn't sneeze. I thought you were going to. I'm dying. No, I'm just coughing. I'm yeah. surprised you haven't coughed once throughout this whole episode. Yeah, I've been in bed for the past like 36 hours with a very, either a very bad cold or sinus infection. But, huh. you know, that's what happens when I'm cold. Hey. I just I just tell everyone in my life, I'm like, if you need me, call me. Otherwise, call me. I'm going to be in bed resting. I will lay here for a long time. I, I, all, all I did yesterday was eat pizza. It was fun. It's a lovely day. It's a good day. Yeah, I was in bed, did some work. It was nice. Yeah, and anywho, um, see, here's the thing I want to say about Chainsaw Man real quick. And you mm -hmm. brought that the ending scene kind of encapsulates perfectly. Yes, encapsulates it perfectly. Sorry. Um, this series is confused, not confusing, confused. Where, it, when you're trying to appeal to two very different demographics at the same time, it's gonna be a balancing act. Sometimes, you know. But that scene did it very well because for the um, for the younger crowd, it's very empowering. Like, yeah, we're gonna kick him in the balls. Yeah. But for the older audiences, they're gonna they're gonna see it more as, oh, that's hilarious. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's a great scene that blended the more mature versus immature aspects of the series, where I think an, a general audience could relate to everything presented here. Mm -hmm. That being said, the show didn't always do it to that high of a bar. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, even when it kind of failed to do so, there was charm throughout. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So we have a confused little mess of a show here that I do have a lot of fondness towards. I guess, should we talk about how we feel about it? Should we, should we ask ourselves the question? Let's ask ourselves the question. Is it bad? Is it bad? Um, It's a, it's a hard no for me. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, well, at the very least, confused. We can call it confused. Uh, yeah. Definitely. But... I don't know, very entertaining. Yes. It at least kind of kept me with it. And I'm happy that it didn't focus. I mean, violence was a big part of the show, right? Yes. But it didn't focus on just the violence, which no. I appreciated. Yeah, because no. that's what I expected from this show. Mm. To kind of like keep going and like the scenes get more gruesome, like the fights get more right. gruesome. That's a and like you can only do so much that's going to make me go, oh my God. Like oh, so much is going to like yeah, make you'll get me shoot out of my by the seat. End of it. Right. You get desensitized. And I never really, I did get to a point where I was like, all right, I've seen a lot of blood. That's fine. Yeah. But the fight scenes never lost me because they no. did something a little different with everyone. Like exactly. Denji and Samurai Sword Guy on the train and how right. Denji you know, grew a chainsaw out of his, like, leg and killed the guy with it. Like, pretty cool. Or, like, like he, put, he put his own, there. like, chainsaw in his leg. Yeah, like, his leg was almost in half. Yes. That was a great touch. Yes. And the dude, and the, after he did it, the guy stood there as as a full version of himself for, for a at least, seconds. like, a good few seconds before he split in two. So, I the, the fight scenes were good because I think they were just in between a lot of other right good stuff well there was um, there was there was there was stuff there to keep you engaged and pulled yeah. in which is what any super violent show of any description or any action right. show has to do oh yeah like i loved i loved like the the best fight scene in the show 
I loved the same amount as mm-hmm. as the scene in that uh, Japanese restaurant where they are, where yeah. Denji's eating a lot, and then uh, Himeno pukes in his mouth. Yeah. Like those scenes <laughs> a- are equally great in just different ways, and I'm exactly. happy they were able to kind of supplement one with the other and kind of uh, use these characters and get me actually attached to these characters. To find the in balance, yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty good. I'm. I think I'm excited for the second season so they can kind of hammer out more of a tone, maybe like what you yes. were talking about. And right. I think they will over time because Honestly, what I've I... heard from them okay. is that over the manga, like the people that have read the manga that have talked to me have said that, you know, season one is pretty good, but like season two, three really kind of hits its stride or it will really yeah. hit its stride at that point. So right. I think I'm waiting for it to really, really like hit and pick up, but I think there's a lot of cool stuff here, and I think it did a great job. That's the thing. I think the show did a very good job with what, um, with its pretty, pretty interesting ambitions here. I don't want to say lofty mm-hmm. because that's against the point of Denji's character. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Pretty interesting ambitions here. Um, yeah, I don't think this was bad at all. Um, was it amazing? I don't know about that, but I was intrigued. A lot of charm here, and a very easy watch. A lot of the episodes felt very quick, which is always the mm-hmm. biggest, um badge of honor i can give a show when those 23 minutes feel like five yes that's a very yes. important thing for me oh and, my god and i think this show did it i think you know it was a fast fun easy watch had me laughing had me thinking you know didn't exactly have me crying yet but who knows maybe with more investment in these characters i might get to that emotional mm-hmm. impact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i could give this a pretty good recommendation you know i would warn some of the more traditional shonen bros like hey this is a little more intense than what you're used to right but I think this was a really fun watch, and I don't understand why so many people want this show to die, because there's a lot huh. of Chainsaw Man haters out there. A lot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because the thing weird. is, the Chainsaw Man's uh, Blu-ray sales over in Japan were phenomenally weak compared to other uh, shows. Okay. And now a lot of Chainsaw Man haters are like, ha, ha, this show's going to die. And I'm like, oh, weird. It's a little weird, because I, I, I can't tell where that's coming from. I can't tell if that's com- coming from the more mainstream crowd who feels slighted or the more hardcore crowd who's going to hate everything mainstream, you know? Mm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of discourse online about, like, oh, my God, the show's going to die. And I'm like, well, the numbers for their DVD, sale- DVD and Blu-ray sales are not good by any, mm. by any metric, but you have to remember every other factor that goes into it. So people hate this show. I can see why, especially because that's the, that's the prop. That's the... Um, that's the inverse there. That's the risk you take when you're trying to merge demographics. You're going to turn some people off naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think some of those people maybe need to settle down and give the show a, a try. You know, I think I, I really think this show wasn't what I expected in a good way. Exactly. And I think that a lot of people had a lot of expectations that were not met. Mm-hmm. Um, either they were exceeded like my own, or they were just not met and they just didn't know what they were going to get into when they got into it. And I think exactly. it kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of maybe where the hate is coming from. Maybe like they wanted the next big shonen, big dollar uh, show, but it, it it's not really that. And I'm, I'm also surprised that it's... I I would think if this wasn't released with shonen that I think it would have a very, very solid niche following. You yes. Know? Oh my God. It, I, would, it but, would have a hardcore following. But it had the whole machine behind it. It had the whole front page of Crunchyroll behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was blasted out there. Like, it got all the press. It got all the promotion. So I think that just kind of leaves it up to more people to kind of hate it. If if it didn't if it didn't fall into that category, I honestly felt like it would be more of a cult classic kind of thing. I can totally understand what you're agreeing, what you're saying, mm-hmm. too. And also, if, if it wasn't in a jump, if it wasn't a jump property, they can also right. do, do something different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe play into their cult audience a little more. But I'm kind of happy... 
I'm kind of happy we didn't get a true up cult thing just because this is so refreshing and how odd it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember yeah. we talked about one point about like um, anime um, that just well, what really gravitates us to, uh, to modern releases. I just love the weird shit. I love the kind of like off the wall kind of bizarre shit. And this is bizarre in all the ways I didn't expect it to be bizarre. Yes. Yes. It was it was very bizarre. But yeah, you're right. I didn't expect it to be bizarre in in those ways, mm -hmm. but but it was. And it was intriguing. It was just like fresh, you know? Exactly. Which is exciting. But yeah, I think that sums it up quite well. Look at us. I think that was pretty succinct, you know. Hey. Look hey. at look at us. Look at us. Chicken sinks. Chicken. Chicken breasts are the same as chicken cutlets. Remember that, everybody. Thank you for listening. Well, no, chicken cutlets are the same as chicken breasts. Chicken breasts are not the same as chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets are the same as chicken breasts. Chicken breasts are the Yes, correct. <laughs> that, you, that, that You had to read that off as I had work. to run the math. I had my calculator next to me. I was just working it out real quick. It's bad. Wow. Oh, my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network